What's up, everybody? This is the Monday Mass. This is the world's greatest action sports podcast. It's only going to be half as good this week. Todd Richards is out of the office. But you know what? Let's just give, we're just going to give Todd a call just, just to see, you know, maybe what happens. So Todd is uh, apparently snowboarding. Oh, God. Todd's apparently snowboarding somewhere. Yeah, we can hear it. He's not going to answer. He's going to put me through what other people put us through. So, fine. Fine. We'll leave Todd a message. Please leave me a message, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Oh, will you? Hey, Todd. It's Chris Cote and the rest of the people watching and listening to Monday Mass. We just want to say, hope you have a great trip. Uh, hope you do some killer pow turns for all of us. You deserve it, man. You really do. What the hell? How's it, how does it sound, Todd? Like, I, like he cares. This just means that we won't have somebody screaming into the microphone right here. We do have uh, our Gigi Allen bust with us today, and we have new, some new stickers. And you can, uh, you can start making your decision right now because we've got these incredible ad block stickers that's right who does the better ad block you don't have a choice today because i will be doing the ad block but our friends at diecutstickers.com have made us a couple cool choice stickers right elections are so hot right now uh don't blame me i voted for richards i voted for cote yeah don't blame me elect chris cote todd richards these are awesome i mean how niche can you get that's why die cut stickers is so rad. You can get any stickers you want in the world. I'm, I mean, I'm sure they have some things that they won't do stickers of, but for the most part, whatever you want, they can do. We love them. Diecutstickers.com. You see how I just kind of like, I just slid into the ad block. Usually it's like pulling teeth, this guy over here. So I get to do the ad block. And this show is presented by DieCutStickers.com. Thanks for these brand new stickers. We'll make these available now, I guess, for I don't know who would want that. But that was our whim to make them. So we made them. Uh, Rationale, the world's best craft non-alcoholic beer. NA beer is taking over the world. People know now that it's cool to drink with, uh, you know, with a certain amount of restraint you know getting loaded used to be awesome but these days getting loaded isn't as cool as it used to be there's a lot of other things to you know get your jollies off with so why not put in implement a few rationales into your cooler next time you head out for a party you don't want to be that drunk dad at the little league game you don't want to be the weird crazy drunk aunt at the family reunion but you do want to drink, you want to do something with your hands, Rationale, at Rationale. Uh, if you're local here in Southern California, you can get it at Seaside Market. Hanson Surfboards. Hanson Surfboards has been with us since day one. And right now you can go in there for all the newest spring, summer surfboards. I actually did a, uh, a little lap in Hanson Boardroom, and I saw all the new kind of small wave boards, grovelers, mid-lengths, fishes, insanity so many good boards to choose from right now go in there all the people that work in the boardroom zone surf they surf well they snowboard they skate so they know how to help you 
if you have any questions. Uh, Beneath Apparel, at BN3TH, apparel on the gram. Uh, these are radically different underwear. They're the best. Todd and I, if Todd was here, he would be saying the same thing. This is one thing we absolutely agree on. Beneath Apparel makes the best undergarments in the world and probably on any other planet. I don't know what they're wearing in Jupiter. <laughs> Stupid. It's just, he would would he he would have laughed. Anyway, he, he's not here. He, Todd's not here, so we're going to just carry on. Pedal Electric at pedal.electric. Best e-bikes in the world. Everything we have is the best in the world. We don't go second best. It's all the best. Best NA, best shop, best underwear, best e-bike, best collagen, Bubs Naturals at Bubs Naturals. Uh, well, oh, hold on. I got a little something for you right here. This. Oh, God. Where did I put it? Anyway, I had it. Bubs Naturals has a new uh, a new formula, a new a new powder to put in your water to activate all those things that hydrate you. Hydration is life. Hydrate or die at Bubs Naturals. Tell them Monday Mass sent you Bachan's Japanese barbecue sauce at Try Bachan's. I had myself a uh, a, a tri tip roast over the weekend. The next day, cut thin slices of that tri tip, put it on Hawaiian rolls with a little bit of cheddar cheese and a, a, a couple drops of the bachons. God, it was good. Amazing. Panic and coffee and tea, literally two blocks that way. As you can tell, I've been drinking it all morning. I'm fired up to get this podcast done. I mean, in a good way. It's going to be a good one. I, I, it might. It, it might suck. New Greens at New Greens. Now, New Greens, uh, they are they are making a whole a whole new assortment of things to keep you healthy. Um, I have been on New Greens for a while now. I'm loving it. As Todd says, it's like a salad you can drink, but it's so much more than that because salads have a, like specific vitamins and stuff. New Greens brings everything in there and will make your life better. I mean, that's that's what what other pro- I mean. There's there's products that make your life worse. And better. New Greens is a product that makes your life better. You will feel better, healthier. And diecutstickers.com again. And don't forget this Friday. Talking Cinco de Mayo all weekend long. Dana Point Surf Film Festival is happening. And you can check out at Dana Point Film Festival. Now to open this event, a very, very special day and night. Uh, this is going to be an event that marks the 60th anniversary of of endless summer 60 years ago those guys went around the world and back with what uh, some people called airplane wings but they were longboard surfboards and they scored waves all over the place and it's the greatest surf movie ever made and they're going to show it at in uh in the park at what the hell salt creek yeah i know i know where that is okay so this is going to be one of those events where it's going to be legendary in the park at Salt Creek, 60th anniversary of Endless Summer on a big screen. Wingnut's going to be there to be your MC. Uh, there's going to be stars of all the all the Endless Summer movies there. Pat O'Connell will probably be there. I can't guarantee that, but he will probably be there. Get your tickets now. This is something that the whole family can go to. It's all ages, uh, men, women, and children. Everybody loves Endless Summer, and you should go there and celebrate the 60th anniversary. Uh, did you know the Endless Summer poster was actually shot at Salt Creek? So more history. 
Um, 8 p.m., the movie will start, but 3 p.m., margaritas, beer, Mexican food will be available for purchase down there at the beach. This is part of the Dana Point Film Festival. This is Endless Summer 60th Anniversary, May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. Be there. It's going to be awesome, but get your tickets now because it will sell out. You want to start this podcast? Okay, surf news. After a, a couple days of break in the action at Margaret River, the champions were crowned. I'm talking Gabriel Medina and Carissa Moore. So, a couple things here to unpack. Carissa Moore is her 27th win that ties her record with Lane Beachley and our uh, 27th event win, tying her record with Lane Beachley. And soon she's going to put Lane Beachley in the dust because Carissa Moore has a lot more to offer and a lot more titles to win, a lot more events to win, etc. And I, for one, love when records are broken, especially when they're broken uh, by a, a, a surfer that I don't think liked me very much. And that's no slight on Lane. Liking me or not liking me is, is everyone's personal choice. I just don't, I don't think she liked me. Therefore, and Carissa's just the best. Carissa's awesome. She's going to break all the records. Uh, that's neither here nor there. Let's keep it positive. Gabriel Medina. Woo! The beast is back. Medina goes monstro. Power surfing. Reigns supreme at Margaret River, as it should. Um, last week we talked a little bit about it, um, but it, this just seems like you got to be a power surfer to take this event out. He was in the finals with Griffin Colapinto. Um, both of these surfers went off. This was probably this is some of the best waves we've seen of the entire 2023 championship tour. So it was nice to see these top pros uh, uh, cut loose. And speaking of cut, this was the event that the cut happened in. We lost a lot of great surfers. We lost Kelly Slater for a second, which I'll get to. Um, I just want to go shout out to both Gabriel Medina and Griffin Colapinto. Griffin is having a hell of a year, the best competitive year of his life, I'm sure. And right now he's looking like a lock for the Rip Curl Final Five at Lowers, which is his backyard, which firmly puts him in title contention. Also, Gabriel Medina. Gabriel Medina is going to do Gabriel Medina things. He's probably going to win Surf Ranch. He'll definitely be in, at least in the quarters and beyond in Tahiti. So Medina's back. Watch out. Uh, Medina, I, I think, I'm pretty sure Medina is going to crack into that top five and stay there. So that just kind of makes us wonder who's going to be out. Answer in the comments below. I, are there comments below? Uh, what else we got? Oh, Gabriel Medina is the first goofy footer to win the Margaret River CT stop since 1990. Um, he was smashing the end section, which was taking everybody out except for Gabriel Medina. Um, coming up next, Surf Ranch Pro is coming May 27th, 28th. Tickets are on sale now, and it, it, look, sometimes this event has a bad rap, but if you've ever been there, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll kind of, you'll, you'll see, you know, if you want to be there, if you want to experience it, you can buy tickets, but you'll see it's, it's very unique. And I think they've opened it up a lot to activities or, you know, you can go in the lake next to the pool, you can paddleboard, play volleyball. There's going to be music there. It, it's, it, it would be a fun weekend. And, you know, I, I think Lamore at this time of year in May, it, it's, it's right in the sweet spot. If you go in August, it's very hot. 
very dry. Uh, if you go in dead winter, it's freezing. Um, I did read reports that there could potentially be some flooding issues, but of course that's that's far off from snowmelt. We talk a lot about snowmelt on this podcast. Who's texting me? Oh, what's up? Uh, anyway, so mentioned before the made the cut in Margaret River. People were crying. Cry is free if you don't make the cut. But uh, one thing that we won't be crying about is Kelly Slater, because Kelly Slater, along with Joanne DeFay, Miguel Pupo, and Brisa Hennessy, have all received CT wildcards for the rest of the year. Slater will be in the rest of the events, and he does have a shot of making the final five. He does have a shot of qualifying for the Olympics. So this is huge for Slater fans and 40 and 50-something surfers everywhere that are cheering for the GOAT. And I think this is great. <laughs> I think... I'm bummed for Ramsey Bookiam, who just has not had a good run in the last couple years. Injuries plaguing him. Um, he was right there in line to get that injury wild card, but that went to Miguel Pupo. So we're going to see Miguel Pupo and Brisa getting those 2024 WSL wild card, season wild cards. So they'll be in the whole in the whole deal in 2024. Slater and Joanne will be in the rest of the events in 2023. Um, and here's why Slater was a former world champion, DeFay, a previous final five competitor. Um, and they're, they're hugely popular by surfers, surf fans, WSL. So why not give them to the people that we think are going to give the most back to us, Slater and Joanne. Uh, what else we got here? Oh yeah. DeFay is provisionally qualified for the Olympics and I, I, any ch any way we can get Slater competing in the Olympics 2024 at Chopo, that to me is his golden opportunity. Get it? Olympic gold. It's his golden opportunity. Right, Todd? Todd's not laughing at any of my jokes today. Uh, so for those surfers who did suffer the cut, the brutal wound, don't cry for them too hard because they'll be heading over to Snapper Rocks, which currently is going off. The sand is perfect. The waves have been firing. And just when you thought it was such a bummer to be a pro surfer on the championship tour and get cut, you've got to go surf one of the best waves in the world with no one else out. So life is good for surfers, even if they got cut. Uh, the Challenger Series kicks off at Snapper Rocks. And you've probably seen the videos. It's insane. It's going off. Am I allowed to say insane? <laughs> In 2023, I'm curious because I don't usually say it, but I think I've said it twice in this podcast because I'm a little, I'm a little, you know, I'm nervous. I haven't hosted the Monday Mass alone since 2017. Um, speaking of being nervous, oh my God. On Sunday, Surfline went live from a session at Chopo, Tiahopo, Tiahopo. So I say it at least. Um, mega swell. It was huge. And this is one of the rare times when you'll see a toe session and a paddle session congruently happening together. And it looked like everybody was getting along. It looked like the people towing had identified sets that were too big to paddle and vice versa. I mean, you saw Nathan Florence, Koa Rothman, a, a host of incredible pros visiting Tahiti, getting absolutely piped. Raymana got piped. The Berez brothers got piped. It was crazy um 
Are you allowed to say crazy in 2023? Answer in the comments below. Is there co- is are there comments below? Anyway, we do want to send a. Uh, if you if you didn't watch that live stream, it's still available on YouTube. It's cr- it's so cool because it's basically as is like a raw file. It's as if your homie is FaceTiming you from the channel like that, but there's drones, boat angles. It was so cool. I I, I kind of wanted. I kind of wished. There was a little bit of commentary, although the session itself and the sound and, and feel that you get from watching huge Tahiti was pretty, it was pretty amazing. So I vote for more of those live sessions. Let's see if our, uh, we did have a, a, a potential surf guest, but you know how that works. Todd Riches didn't even answer his phone. Um, oh. There's a report from uh, Nathan Florence on the beach right now. Crazy flash flooding. Cars washing into the reef. Things are going wild in Tahiti. So with that swell, a bunch of weather came in, and they're getting absolutely doused. I was going to try to call Michelle Perez, but I'm sure he's dealing with some madness right now. Tahiti is getting the brunt of the storm after the super swell. And speaking of taking the brunt of the super swell, Tom Lowe, Homie of the show, amazing surfer, big wave charger, had a horrific wipeout a couple days ago. Tahiti's been pumping for four or five days. Uh, Tom Lowe suffered a suffered internal leading, a punctured lung, broken ribs, got absolutely destroyed, and he's in the hospital right now in Tahiti, most likely under undergoing surgery today or the day before. Uh, reports are that he's stable, but again, haven't talked to anyone on the ground. I've just these are just things you hear. So we just want to send our our warmest thoughts of healing to Tom Lowe. Dude's an absolute badass. He's gonna be fine. He's he's that type. He is built of steel. Byron Bay Australia has announced a stupid new rule, like a law. A law. This is a law, a leash law. People in Byron Bay have been getting so loose with their logs that there's now a leash law. And if you don't wear a leash at one of those marquee spots at Byron Bay, you can be fined up to $1,100. I haven't been to Byron Bay in probably six or eight years. And last time I was there, it was it was idyllic. idyllic. It was nice. Didn't seem that crowded, but I think the hipster invasion has finally reached its peak. And now... There's so many bad surfers there with such big boards that it's dang- it's too dangerous not to wear a leash because these these people are losing their boards. They're hitting people, beginners hitting beginners. Meanwhile, there's people out there that just want to go surf and feel the freedom of leashless joy, which I love, who will now be fined $1,000 for not wearing a leash. There are other problems in the world that that could and probably should be addressed. I would put a leash law very low on that list of priorities. Uh, I'm not from Australia, though. If they did that here, I would probably be pretty upset just because it's surfing. Leash law at Malibu. How do you think they'd take it? What do you think they would do? I think there'd be another Malibu riot. Was there a Malibu riot? Answer in the comment. Uh, call me <laughs> if you want to answer that. 
Uh, that was surf news. A lot of a lot a lot happening in surfing, and it's all going to come to a head because end of May you've got uh, the Surf Ranch Pro, and then you've got the ISA World Surfing Games in El Salvador. Following that, the ISA or the WSL Championship Tour continues. Will resume in El Salvador as well. So back to back to back events. I will be going to Rio for a skate event. Therefore, I have to miss the Surf Ranch Pro. But I'm very excited to go down to Red Bull Conquest that will be in Rio. Uh, Surf Ranch Pro will be going off. Then we're really going to see the picture of the final five. It's either going to be Medina, Felipe, or Griffin who wins that contest. For the boys, for the girls, it's going to be Carissa or Joanne DeFay. Those are the, those are the, or I'm sorry. I wonder if Katie Simmers has ever surfed that pool. I'm just going to put Katie, Katie up in the finals. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. I, Todd's not here to accuse me of being a WSL uh, teetotaler. Is that even a thing? A WSL sycophant? A WSL employee? Therefore, I can freely say that I am a fan of the Surf Ranch Pro. Hold your tomatoes till after the set. Skate News is brought to you by Beneath Apparel, BN3TH Apparel. We do have a skate guest, uh, assuming she picks up, but she said she would, and she's going to, if I have anything to do with it. Let's see. Let's see what happens here. Hello. There she is, the Alex White. Welcome to the Monday Mass with Chris Cote and no Todd Richards. No, Todd. Just good. Keep him out of this. Just you and me are going to talk. How's it going? It's perfect. That's that, You know what? This might be the first of many without Todd, because this is going very smoothly, in my yeah, opinion. I mean, if you're looking for a replacement, I'm, I'm here, you know? Well, I wish you were here in person. <laughs> Just a phone call away. Yeah, you're, uh, you're actually behind my um, Gigi Allen doll, and you're on a microphone, and you're on a stack <laughs> of stickers, so you're in safe safe hands so uh the alex white was recently uh one of the hosts for street league sls where where was sls sls was in um chi town chi we were in chicago Boom. Last okay so you were in a big arena in chicago and this is the first street league uh, wait so is sls and is street league still the name or we call it sls street league Let's go very basic here. Still the same thing. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. I don't want to sound stupid. I've only sounded stupid (laughs) for the last 25 minutes. Uh, So here we go. Street League went down. Big event. Back. Bigger. More awesome than ever. Filling arenas. The best skaters in the world. Throwing down on a beautiful course. Uh, I want to start with uh, a young lady that, in my opinion, is changing the world through skateboarding. Raisa... How good is this young skateboarder and where like where does she fit in kind of the the history and future of skateboarding? Oh wow. Um well Raisa Leal, that's her fifth consecutive win. She just completely swept last season and she won um over the weekend as well. Um and she's incredible. The the craziest thing about, I think about her, I mean she's like when I talked to like Felipe Gustavo, like they're like, Yeah, she comes from like the jungle in brazil she comes from nowhere she's like out of no i I mean maybe the american equivalent is like the skater is like coming to us from nebraska like there's no she she came out of nowhere she's like 
created this entire new movement in women's skateboarding now. I mean, all the finalists, except for Rose, were 16 and under. So it's like you have this super young group that she's ushering in, and she's winning these contests, Chris, without even trying her hardest. Like, she, like at the very end of that final, she had to push it a little bit because she had some trouble landing this front blunt. But she has, like, a whole other gear that she hasn't even shown the world yet, which is insane. So we're, th- we're thinking, like, goat material here. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, no one can beat her right now in any contest. And we know, and she backlit the Hollywood High 16. We know that she has, like, the most incredible street part ever for women in her just a matter of when we're going to see that too and if you what's what's she like is she cool to hang out with is she still like a little kid is she, what, what what's her deal because i know you spent a little bit of time with her yeah no i mean over the years i've gotten to know her pretty good and her english has gotten she did the full um so i did the winner's interview with her she did it in english perfectly that was the first time she's been able to do it confidently in english um and then she said that's what she was most proud of she was like yeah like i just won and this is my second interview in English. <laughs> oh my! You know, I, I I I'm glad you brought that up because so these these young athletes not only are putting everything they have into their chosen sport for her skateboarding, and with that, you know, they have this kind of savant ability to add learning a, a new language. And now most of these young skaters, surfers, they're 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 on two, three, four languages. Because they know that these post-run interviews, these post-event interviews, is kind of how they get that message out to the world. So how incredible that, you know, just another one of these people that I guess she's just good at everything. I think she is, too. And, and she is, like, so funny and kind and approachable and likable. I mean, everybody loves her. And she's really, you know, supportive of everybody else that's in there and you know, sometimes women's skateboarding can be a little clicky, depending on what country you're in, because the Japanese girls, they roll hard together, and the Brazilians kind of roll hard together, and Americans or the Netherlands, like, but she kind of makes every, you know, she bridges the gap, and she's always, like, reposting the other skaters, her competitors, and um, it's just a really cool thing to see happening right now with all these, like, really young teenage girls, and they're, like, coming together, and they they look like they're friends, too, which is, I mean, I don't know, you know, like, what is it, the momentum generation and sort of, like these kind of generational shifts, like you're seeing one in women's skateboarding oh, right now. Oh, for sure. It's just going to make everybody better, too. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, progressing. And they're watching each other. What's really cool, Chris, is like this was the first contest back after, you know, so to speak, after the break. Um, and, you know, everybody's been working on stuff. And you finally got to see, like, the new tricks that everybody's learned. Like, Momiji's learned um, heel flip, like, big spin out. And, I mean, tail slide, big spin, heel flip out. And um, Raisa's got, like, kick flip back tails a lot better. Like, all these new tricks. Um, Funa, Yumika, uh, like, they all have new stuff that they brought to the table. And it was like, oh, I guess you didn't you didn't want to post that because you didn't want to see, you didn't yeah, want to right? see what you got until you got to the course. <laughs> they're, sa- they're saving their homework and bringing, and bringing yeah. it to school. I love it. And now uh, the dudes... Obviously, you know, with, uh, yeah. with with Street League, it's like you're going to have the usual suspects in the men's division for a while. These are all the, some of the same names we've seen over the past five, ten years. And that's fine. These are the world's best street contest skaters. Um, you know, for you, what, what did you see different? Are you seeing the same level of progression as we do on the women's side? Or are we kind of seeing like a, a chess match 
with this top five, just kind of like light rotation in one, two, and three. What was your kind of takeaway for the men's division at SLS Chicago? Well, the really interesting thing is about the men's versus the women's is the men's, it's seniors winning. Right. It was Kelvin Hofler who won and Ryan Desenzo who got second place. Like, that's a crazy shift. You're seeing the ver- the veteran mid-30s competitors, like, understanding the format and capitalizing and winning. And it's bizarre. I mean, Ny- Nigel is coming off of a knee injury. He would have won it if he wasn't kind of a little shaky. And um, there's a lot of good co- competition in there. But we had Sheckler jump in, Sean Malto, um, Desen- you know, Desenzo's in it. And it's just incredible to see Desenzo at this age right now. He almost won the contest. He lost by, like, a point. Oh, the last yeah. Trick. God, but everybody like, was cheering for him. Yeah, huh? the, the the guys that are still able to do it physically and are smart enough to know how to compete at these events are, are winning. And the, the new ones, like the Braden Hobans, who are like amazing and we all want them to win, you still see the nerves get the best of them and then they blow about, you know, they don't know how to play the game yet. So the game is really important to win. Yeah, P-Rod's coming back to win the next one. P-Rod was amazing too. And you know what actually was really cool in the contest? P-Rod... One of his single tricks was a crux nollie heel flip out, and it was also one of Momiji's tricks too. So we saw the men and the women oh, do that's the exact cool. same trick. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean it's funny. Like I was just excited to see everybody skate, but now now thinking about it, like yeah, that is the same field as ten years ago for the men, yeah. basically. Yeah, it was actually a little bit strange that um, we had some injuries out, and it was this, this new knockout format. So every heat was the winner of that went to the finals. And oh, so you right. saw like the skaters that are really good at competing. They're like, "Oh, so I have to do my best at this heat." Um, I'm not. I'm not trying to beat the score. I'm just trying to beat the field that I'm with. And and there was some downside to that too because you know in order to get the it used to be score based, right? But now it's like these knockout rounds, and it really depends on who you're skating with. So if you're in a field with like six people that are you you know they're all rookies, you know they're going to try and go out all out. You play smart, you're going to win. So it was like a completely different. You know, it was a really strategic game. This event. Cool. So that's a good. That's the first uh, street league of the season. Yeah. And what is there? Four stops, three stops. Yeah, there's four stops. Um, they're gonna have a qualifier in June. Um, they're looking at talking about doing something like that. Um, they want to get new people in, so they're gonna try and qualify in new skaters. Um, you know, we saw Curran Caples in Chicago, which you know was really rare, and he skated amazing. And oh, he got a nine, right? He's in the nine club. Yeah, he got a nine for that, and he, like, crook-bonked this crazy seawall obstacle, and, um, yeah, we had some new faces in there. Jake Anderson was in there. It was really awesome to see him skate. Oh, that's um, right. That's great So they're going to they're gonna switch it up, but the next stop is Tokyo in August, and then they're going to go to Sydney, Australia, and then they're going to close it out in Brazil. All right, I better start practicing. I got other questions yeah. about skateboarding that I know you can answer. Yeah. Uh, Alexis Sablone has a brand-new shoe. And I'm assuming her being the genius that she is and the design savant, uh, she probably had a heavy hand in designing this shoe, but I saw it. It looks amazing. So she has super cool master's degrees. She designs skate parks. She wins contests. And she is now in the shoe game with her Adidas. Uh, or Converse. Or I'm sorry. Yeah, her Converse, Converse shoe. Uh, yeah. Tell me about Alexis. And obviously there's there's – we can heap praise on her all day because she deserves it. <laughs> she she does everything. Uh, tell me about this shoe and what do you like? How do you think she kind of fit herself into this design? 
Well, yeah, I thought the shoe was a little bit more tech looking. Um, it's, you know, it's a Converse shoe, but Converse, you kind of think of like one star pros and they're kind of canvas and super simple. And this one's a little bit more complex, but still pretty simple looking. I think that anything that Alexis puts her mind to or puts her attention to is going to be amazing. So I can't wait to actually skate the shoes. But I mean, Alexis, long time, well-deserved pro model shoe. And, you know, she's, uh, you know, the third woman in the last three years to get a shoe. And we're looking at, there's two more coming down the line this next year. So it's it's really amazing to see like so many people getting the pro nod. Wait, only three, only three women have pro shoes? Right now it's Lizzie, uh, Nora, and now Alexis. Oh, wow. I thought that, yeah. we, I thought that number would be way more. It's, it's creeping up there, but you know, there's a difference. I think that people, the general consumer, maybe there's the colorway, which like Breezy has a colorway, Fabia has a color. Colorways yeah, yeah. Are, you know, you know the difference. They're like just a shoe with a different. You, you put your own spin on it. This is a completely redesigned shoe. That's you know a legacy. This is supposed to le- like the, the Janowskis. It's supposed to be on forever. So amazing to have your sh- your actually designed shoe out there in the world is. And then Lizzie tipped me off that her um, high top shoe. She's getting a low top that's coming at the end of the Ooh, year too. I will rock awesome. that. I will rock that for sure. Me too. All, really all of those. Do you skate high tops or low tops? Um. Actually, I've been skating mid mid tops lately, which yeah, I never yeah. really did. But I got a, I got some shoes from Alf, uh, Savale Footwear. Nice. Um, I got some New Balance shoes. Um, I got a pair of Noras. Um, Hell yeah! I I want to skate in women's shoes. I, oh, they're I, awesome. I mean, Nora. Some of the Nora colorways coming out that I've seen look so good, and Alexis's shoe on Converse looks amazing too. So I'm in, and I got a pair of Lizzie's, the high yeah. tops. But they were a little narrow for my feet, so hopefully the low tops maybe will have a little bit more give, and I'll be rocking the Lizzie's. I'm in. I'm in on all of them. <laughs> all, all of them. Yes. yes. I, me too. I'm, I'm really excited to see, and yeah, excited to try out um, Alexis's shoe whenever it makes it into my inbox. <laughs> <laughs> well, she definitely listens to this show, so they'll be on their way. Uh, <laughs> last last uh, note was Una Pro for yeah. Crooked. Um, wait, so. Awesome. When I became a fan, she was a little tubsy, right? Um, yeah. So she's Una Ferrar now, straight up. What? Why? Why did that change? Was that just like an her Instagram? Username? Yeah. I don't know. Did somebody tell her she needed to change it? She's still tubsy to us. Okay. Tubs. All right. That's safe to say. So, uh, what makes her the perfect pro, if in your opinion, if she is for crooked? Um, I mean, she's amazing. The part that she dropped uh, last year for them and the tricks that she just had in the Crooked video were really awesome. I mean, Una's really different. She sets herself apart from a lot of the skaters. Um, she's really unique in her spot selection. She's really cutty. She's kind of like on trend for how skateboarding is right now. Like, find a really weird, hard skate spot and do something gnarly on it. And that's what Una does. And, um, yeah, I think that also coming from where she comes, like in Victoria and in British Columbia... Um, and being a part of the anti-social team um, and that, that whole scene and, you know, the legacy from Rick Crank down. Uh, it's just so rad to see Una get the pro nod, um, you know, finally. And she was the last one of the credits crew, like the Vans video credits, which was Breezy, Fabi, and Una, yeah. to get the pro nod. So the entire group that was in that monumental video credits is now pro. Epic. I love to hear it. Big fan of all of them, and a big fan of you, Alex. I will see you. I'm a big fan of you too, Chris. We're gonna see each other in like a month. I'm gonna like, see you weeks. in Rio. 
I can't wait. I'm so excited. I'm going to give you such a big hug. It's oh, been too long. It's going to be the best. Well, I love you, Alex. Thank you so much love for you your too. professional reporting. You've been on fire all weekend. So take the rest of the day off. Thank you. <laughs> all right. The Alex White coming through for some skate news. Um, let me just check on one thing right here. Nope. Nope. Oh. Oh. Nope. That's not it. Anyway. Uh, other skate news we got Tony Hawk just announced today via a pretty amazing video. So if you listen to the show, if you know about skateboarding and you know about you know who Tony Hawk is? He's pretty famous. Anyway, Tony Hawk got a Jeff Phillips board with hand-drawn Kurt Cobain art on the bottom. Uh, he did a whole series kind of explaining how and why this board came to be. Uh, recently, he just wrote it one last time. So not only Tony Hawk back from his injury, not all the way, but he's coming back. So he's skating, um, he's doing tricks on vert, and he had to throw a Phillips 66 on the original Jeff Phillips board. Uh, that video is on Tony Hawk's Instagram right now. And just after that video, there was a big announcement from Tony himself. Vert Alert is back June 23rd and 24th at Vivant Arena, Salt Lake City. I was there last year. Such a great event. Um, you're going to have uh, the best vert skaters on the planet competing. There's prize money, of course, but the top three men and top three women will pre-qualify for X Games. And, of course, the Legends Jam is going to be out of control. And that is so fun to watch. McGill, Hawk, the Bones Brigade, Staub. You know, you've got a huge, cool group of skaters that, com that compete for fun in the legends jam that one's going to be super cool uh <laughs> this one is crazy i thought it was a, a joke i thought it was clickbait but it's true spencer barton has landed every single flat ground trick imaginable two years over thirty thousand a trick attempts for this kid and he's landed basically every trick on flat ground so uh you can find this on youtube right now and it's it's wild i think it's 25 minutes and it's just trick, trick, trick. We're talking every variation of kickflip, heel flip, tray flip, switch, nollie. I mean, this this is a, a huge feat. And I I'm a, I would be remiss to call him a YouTube skater. This kid's super good. Uh, but the fact that he's done every trick now, I don't know if anyone, maybe Rodney Mullen has done that. I don't, maybe, day one. This puts him in a really unique category of skater uh, also for people like me who grew up and love big brother magazine you can go to jankum.com right now there's a dave carney interview up and i haven't read it yet but i'm excited too because dave carney's awesome he's kind of like the original king of skateboarding satire from his time at big brother definitely worth the read jankum's always good uh snow news is brought to you by diecutstickers.com how did you like the ad block today did i win Am I going to win the ability to do the ad block for the next year? Vote now in the comments, uh, wherever. What are you doing, Todd? Hey, Todd, are you there? It's Chris. You're late. You're an hour late for the podcast. Anyway, despite mind-blowing performances from uh, a field of the best snowboarders in big mountain scenarios, it was, yet again, Travis Rice getting the win at Natural Selection along with slope-style prodigy, Zoe Zadowski-Sinut. So, Todd Richards and a, a 
Mary and a group of great commentators talked us through natural selection in Alaska last weekend. I believe we talked about it on the show. I think we even interviewed somebody. I was was I baked last week or what? I don't even remember last week. It's like that. So Travis Rice won. Zadowski Sinat second uh, one women, and natural selection is over, just like that. It was so good. But if you want more, this is actually a really cool article I read on Jinkum.com. Suedo Corp at Suedo Corp brought a truckload of snow, literally, to Hollywood High School, one of the most famous skate spots in the world. They dropped snow. They sessioned the big rail. It was insane. At Suedo Corp on Instagram, also at Jinkum.com. What a session. The cops came and they were baffled. They didn't know what was going on. And, and that's def- that's worth the watch in itself. Uh, Chloe Kim got a very exclusive invite to the White House. And her immediate reaction was, I heard the food's going to be really good. It was Chloe Kim at a front row table sitting next to Angelina Jolie for a black tie state dinner uh, in honor of the South Korean president, uh, Yoon suk Yul. The Olympian uh, did not wear her medal. And there was probably a couple dad jokes like, where's your medal? Um, she didn't wear it. The guests retreated to Maryland crab cakes, braised beef short ribs, banana splits for dessert. And after dinner, uh, the South Korean president sang Don McLean's hit. Wait, after dinner, the South Korean president provided a rousing rendition of Don McLean's 1971 hit, American Pie. The president of South Korea sang American Pie to Chloe Kim and Angelina Jolie and Joe Biden and whoever else was there. Insane. Damn it, I said it again. I won't say it again. Ever. That's my promise to you. That that word's over for me. Call me woke. Whatever. There's snow in the mountains. It's melting. Might flood something. Nerd News brought to you by uh, at New Greens. uh, Salads you can drink. And then they're good for you and they taste good. Uh, My Nerd News is... Uh, this this weekend, I, I rewatched Cars 3 with my kids, and there was nothing nerdy about it. That was good, clean fun. We had a great time watching that. Uh, what else did I, I... I You know, I just went on a bunch of wormholes through YouTube, played some Fortnite, slow nerd week, but I do have some questions for you. For you. Thank you, as always, to our questions and uh, askers, our question askers. Um, let me see. I do have questions. That's right. There's uh, there's stuff happening here. Adam Etzart says, if you could only wear one band t-shirt for the rest of your life, what band would it be? What do I have on right now? Oh, um, I'm just going to go unwound because I got an unwound shirt on right now. So one band shirt for the rest of my life is going to be unwound. I would venture to say Todd would wear a Jawbreaker shirt. Probably. Uh, oh, and I, I should have said this at the very top of the show. So Todd and I have some trips coming up, but we will not be doing solo shows. So if you've been extremely bored through this solo show with just me, don't worry. We're going to have guest hosts coming through. Um, the list of names that we have for guest hosts are pretty sweet. Uh, we're talking Nora Vasconcellos. We're talking MP Cunningham. We're talking Benji Weatherly. 
they're going to be sitting right here, right here talking. And I'm not going to we're not going to interview them. We're just going to do the Monday Mass with them, and they're going to be guest hosts. So it's not going to be about them. It's going to be about us. Modern Mystics says, How are y'all preparing for USD collapse and introduction of CBDC-led now? And what effect will that have on action sports? I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, we got uh, Kaiju Hattori Vanzo. How much longer will the Goofy Boy era in snowboarding continue? The Goofy Boy era in snowboarding. I mean, I feel like in, in most sports like this, Goofy Boy eras take a long time to get through. So we could be, uh, we could be in the Goofy Boy era for quite some time. Uh, this question is from Hana Lee. Aside from Todd, who at Peace Park would be most likely to do a Star Wars cosplay on May 4th? May the 4th be with you. I'm saying Traveling Dan. I could see Traveling Dan dressed up like Obi-Wan Kenobi, no problem, throwing big switch methods. I would love to I would I would love to see that. And I think well Todd right now is in Mammoth or something on a Quicksilver trip. So I don't know if he packed his uh, man, his Boba Fett cosplay outfit. So we'll see. Uh, Danny Caputo says, when's the next time you two will be on a broadcast? He's not on one with me now, but I will answer this. When's the next time you two will be together on a broadcast, like Duo or something like that? I feel like the dynamic duo is grossly underused. I agree. And I tried to get Todd out to a couple surf events, but they just haven't quite worked out. Uh, so hopefully some surf skate events coming up. Um, Dew Tour Summer will be at together, I'm pretty sure. Des Moines. Is that where it is? Call me. They haven't invited me yet or us. Question from Brent LaFleur, a.k.a. Becky Bubs. Monday Mass. Question. Favorite movie snack, both home and theater. Favorite movie snack? Popcorn with M&Ms in it. Home or theater. Although I'm not going to theaters anymore. I'm done with it. Um, yeah, so that's it. That was the Monday Mass with just me, no Todd. Thank you to the Alex White for picking up the phone. Thank you to all of our potential future guest co-hosts. who You won't have to deal with just me in here anymore ever again. All right. See you next week. Uh, probably. <laughs> Where is this guy? <laughs>